Welcome to Show Thyself Approved, Season 2, Episode 1. Show Thyself Approved is a podcast by a man who is seeking to speak to men who are looking to become better fathers, better husbands, better leaders. My name is Pastor Sam, and if you have listened to Season 1, you might be taken back a little bit by how season two is going to turn out. And to be honest with you, I cannot even tell you the changes that have occurred in my life since we recorded the last episode of season one of Show Thyself Approved back in July 11th, 2021. One of the first things that you're going to notice is that my tone might change just a bit. Not the message, because I own everything that I said in those first 10 episodes of season one when I remember writing out each and every episode longhand and then recording them back to back, almost all of those episodes, and then releasing them here for you to listen And hopefully for you to learn, uh, maybe be reminded of something, uh, maybe something that sparked a, a fire in you. Where I was in July 11th of 2021 and during my time of recording season one of Show Thyself Approved, well, that was a very long time ago, even though it's been only a year or a little bit more than a year. As I introduce myself, I am Pastor Sam, and I don't think that in the first season I ever referred myself to as Pastor Sam, and I don't think I did. I think I used my uh, my gamer tag, End Time, and uh, like I said, I'm in a different place. Right now, I'm not reading from a script. So I will be maybe pausing, thinking, pondering, even as I speak to you. I hope that you're in a good place today. I hope that you do go back and listen to season one. Did you listen to, again, where I was at? I own every word, everything that I said, I meant, and I still mean to this day. But like I alluded to just a moment ago, I'm in a very different place now. And um, life has just uh, led me down a direction which I did not anticipate to come rushing at me so quickly. First and foremost, so that you understand, Show Thyself Approved podcast, the root of it is... In the scriptures, it is in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. I'll read from the King James Version. It reads, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And that is true, beloved. To study to show ourselves approved unto whom? Unto God. Back in July 11th, 2021, I recorded an episode again in season one, and I titled it, You Will Be Tested. 
little did I know, and looking back, it's almost prophetic that I was tested about a month after that episode was recorded, a little bit more, on August 21st of 2021, I tested positive for COVID. I quickly deteriorated a couple of days after that. I believe it was the 28th of August. I wound up hospitalized. And the next 19 days in ICU were life-changing for me. I thank God that I was not intubated. I didn't lose any consciousness. But I was really ill. I was so ill that um, I was told upon discharge almost 20 days later by my pulmonologist. I was told that um, I was a miracle. That many people in that ICU ward where I was hospitalized, well, some didn't make it. Others, instead of getting better, were worse. And I actually was the only individual that got off that floor and got out of ICU in over 90 days of her being there on that floor. It struck me after the fact, but during the time that I was hospitalized and was going through my bout of COVID-19 and my lungs were being torn up and, and let me tell you something, um, to be completely and utterly helpless is something that I don't think I can describe I don't think that I can really share with you. It's one of those experiences that not only humbles you, but it causes you to understand, to realize the fragility of your life as a human being. I went into the hospital possibly in the best shape of my life. I was down to 220 pounds I had muscle on my body. I was getting after it on a daily basis. You will hear me saying that on the previous podcasts in season one. And I was just go, go, go. I was encouraging, empowering. I was sharing with you all, with you men especially, that the only way to get after it was just to get after it. To stop making excuses, to shut up and to show up and to put in the work. And listen, that philosophy is still, till this day, something that I full-heartedly believe. But circumstances have changed my life, my physical life, where I can't get back at this point to where I was before and I'll tell you this, I don't think I want to go back. You see, those 19 days that I was in that bed, in ICU, I had many of an experience, but the most important thing I think that happened to me 
was that life came to a screeching halt and I had no other choice but to stop. To stop and to think, to meditate, to talk with my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I don't want you to think that I all of a sudden found religion or became religious or, you know, had a come to Jesus moment. I've been serving Christ for a good long part of my life. I think since the age of 20, 21, I raised my kids in, in, in the gospel truth of, of the word of God, the gospel of grace. And I myself have been a minister for quite some time, ordained and licensed, studied, and all that other good stuff. I say that because, you know, many of people might hear this podcast, many of men might hear this podcast and say, oh, well, there you go. Another one whom just had a come to Jesus moment and you know, now he's going to get all religious on me and whatnot. And, and listen, I'm going to share with you my experience. I'm going to share with you as a man whom at one point I was, at least I felt that I was just running on all cylinders. It was full speed ahead. I had a a great paying job in a in a good environment. I was, you know, overseeing other individuals and operations and my job was not tasking. I was going to church and fulfilling my quote unquote duties on Sundays and giving my class faithfully every Sunday. Things were uh Things were fine. Things were right. And yet it took this experience to make me reflect that things were not right. That we were just kind of on autopilot. Do you know what I mean by that? Kind of on autopilot. Kind of like just getting up and going through the motions. Just having a routine day in and day out and I mean you don't even have to think about it you just you just do it a lot of you know what I'm talking about and I'm purposely not writing these episodes out longhand like I used to I want to go off the cuff I want to just speak to you what is already in me and what I have kept in me for over a year and now I think it's the time for me to share. It's the time for me to, to give this to you. And whatever you get out of it, I hope it adds to your life. I hope it causes you to reflect. I hope it causes you to, to think. I hope it causes you to consider that life, the fragility of life, the demands of life, you know, all those things are intertwined. 
And we just don't know. We don't know. And we can't fathom. We can't imagine. That tomorrow. We won't be able to do the same things that we. We're doing today. I was getting after it. I was exercising on a daily basis. Like I said, I was down to 225, 220, best shape of my life. I was feeling good. I was looking into, you know, getting into boxing or some sort of self-defense, maybe jujitsu. Yeah, I was like really trying to live the ethos, wanting to walk the walk and talk the talk. But that wasn't in the cards for me. And when I got ill, when I got hospitalized, when I came out by the grace of God, I was no longer that man. I came out weighing 190 pounds. I literally did not eat anything solid in the course of my time in the hospital. All my muscle mass gone. <laughs> I grew my beard out and and even some of the the hair on my head. I'm I'm completely bald, but the time that I was there, I mean I, I completely just surrendered to the condition. I had my moments where I was able to get out of bed ever so slowly and and God would give me the strength and the energy to stand in place and and to maybe move around a bit, but I tell you, I was completely and utterly dependent on that oxygen that was being pushed through my nose 24-7. I was completely dependent on having someone else care for me, someone else assist me, and it was... It was just an experience, guys, that um again, I, I won't I won't say humbling, but it was an experience in my case that was necessary. And to be honest, I wouldn't change a day of it. I wouldn't go back in time if I had the opportunity and change anything at all. Not one moment. Of my sickness, of my illness, of my hospitalization. And thinking back now, and I'm sure that during the time I was going through recovery after I got discharged in September, I believe it was September 15 or 16, something to that effect. I tell you, I would have never imagined that my recovery would stretch from days to months and a whole year later. But here we are. Here we are behind the mic. Here we are. No longer at the same job. I walked away from that job. In October. I actually took a leave of absence. And in December. Early January. When I attempted to return. I just couldn't. I didn't have the strength of mind, of body, of spirit to do it. And I walked away. You know, I knew it was time for me to go even before I became ill. But it seems that 
in God and I say in my God allowing for this sickness to touch my humanity and to bring me to a screeching halt. It took that, beloved, for me to reflect and for me to realize and understand that my time was up, that I had to move on. I was no longer at my job growing in any sense of the word. I had this other stuff going on over here physically, like I say, but spiritually, intellectually, I wasn't growing. I don't say professionally because I don't think I've ever given much attention to a quote-unquote career. My heart has always been in one way, shape, or form set on serving God and finding myself eventually in the full-time ministry. And no, not to make a buck, not to build a mega church, but to serve in that capacity, to serve by teaching, by preaching, by exhorting, by mentoring, by being an example, by, by leading from the front and not just, again, giving a sermon on a Sunday, a class on a Sunday, an occasional Wednesday study, if given the opportunity, you see, that's what I was doing before and and beloved, I I look back at now to my shame and and really to my shame. I was just going through the motions. I'm just being 100% real with you. I'm being 100% real with you because I don't want you to go through the motions. In anything and in everything that we do, we should seek to be 100% vested, invested, committed. We should be finding fulfillment and joy. Not to say that we're not going to have challenges, not, not any struggles, that we're not going to cry, that we're not going to, to get tired. But the process itself the work itself, the labor itself, when it is something that you know you're called to do, something that you know that you've been separated to do, something that you do and you can do it and time doesn't matter. In a sense, pay doesn't matter because all your needs are, are not only met, but, but they're superseded. People, people reward you, people pay you, people compensate you, I should say, to do what you do because that is what you are equipped for. That is what you're built for. And beloved, that's what I'm built for. I'm, I'm built to be behind a microphone, to be in front leading. And how long, how long did it take me to to realize that and to embrace that. I was shying away from, from leading. I mean, there was glimpses here and there in my life. 
people telling me, people reminding me, people encouraging me, people coming alongside me and modeling that for me and and reassuring me and telling me over and over and over again, listen, I can I can follow you. I can I can listen to you. What you say makes sense and and they would find that that inspiration, they would find that that substance. And all I was just trying to do was just share my life. All I was just trying to do was share the truth. Not my truth, but just share the truth of the Word of God. Sharing what Christ did for me even before I came to know Him as my Savior and my Lord back when I was 20, 21 years of age. Because even before I, I came to be saved, to be to be known of God, to be called to this, God was working in my life. And for that I'm eternally grateful. For that I have no no words. I have no way, no manner in which to ever repay. My heavenly father, he's been good. He's been gracious. He's been loving and kind and compassionate and patient. And he continues to be all those things and so much more. And so, beloved, I'm going to keep this one short because I have so much more to share, but I don't want it to become something that's overwhelming as you listen, I invite you to leave a comment, leave something that maybe tells me you are in the fight, that you continue to, to walk the straight and narrow, that no matter what is happening around you, no matter how upside down and how crazy this world may appear to be and is to be honest that you're still seeking that you are still ready willing and able to show thyself approved i'll catch you on the next one god bless you